Hello from the internet. Hello, Rob. How hello. are you doing? Hello, Mark. I'm okay. I'm I'm in a second day of conference rundown. Are, are you rundown? I'm I'm still psyched. I, I could do another three days. Yeah, I don't think my liver could take it. <laughs> That's the thing about doing. So, would you rewind a little bit? Would you tell everyone where we are? Wait, where are we? Well, we're in Munich for one, or just outside Munich, Munich, in the Munich Airport Marriott. Which, and we're not just loitering by the airport looking at planes or anything. We're actually at CF Camp 2018, which is what the ninth year that this thing has been running. The ninth CF Camp, and the second time that we have done the Codemasters, uh, Codemasters show. Quiz show. Extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the second time that we've been privileged enough to be able to be here with our local host hats on, as yeah. well as delivering sessions. Yeah, and it's been um, a lot of fun. I've got to say, it's been a lot of fun. You know, like, historically, they had this at the... I say historically, the last few years, they had it at Municon by the airport. But I hear that, that there is no Municon by the airport. They're, like, building a whole they, ice they, rink or they something. They kind of knocked it down, and yeah. they're building an ice rink. Yeah, so um, they, we had to move, yeah. or, the, or, or the conference had to move, rather. So this is actually the first uh, time that CF Camp has been here at the Marriott. Yep. Uh, it's I, meant uh, a bit of a change insofar as we've had uh, the accommodations mostly been in the same place as the sessions. That's actually been really good. I mean, that, always when you have like a hotel right by the sessions, it means that you can, you know, not lug your, all your stuff around people are much more likely to be around a little bit longer because you don't have this like big cutoff that everyone yeah, disperses. Yeah, it, it, it's just, it's, it's convenience, it empowers laziness, but also it means that more people stick around for the party, more people, you know, they don't, they're right. not worried about having to dash off, grab an Uber, grab a taxi or whatever. Yeah. And they so, have the third, uh, the third track, which is a bar track, right? And one thing that if you've never been to Munich or Bavaria or Germany they take their beer very seriously oh yes it's very very good and there's plenty of it yeah uh, uh, so if you're into that for that alone I would go and their pretzels and the food everything's been pretty damn good well say. as always I mean we said last year CF Camp is renowned for its catering yeah and I think this year has been no different yeah before I mean, we get into a bit of a rundown as to kind of some, some of the things we've experienced and what yeah. have you, I'd, I'd quite like to, to share. I, I wandered around and stuck a microphone in people's faces earlier today and got some of their thoughts on what, to all accounts, has been an amazing two days. Most of, of everything uh, I heard yesterday was excellent. Oh man, so many different options. There have been a lot of great... A lot of great presenters. Uh, yesterday's party it was really fun and a lot of laughs. Very friendly. Uh, thank you so much. The, the food is amazing. I always come like fat, 15 pounds fatter. Codemasters, of course, Codemasters. Great conference, one of the best ones I come to. And, uh, and, and the beers. High, high quality swag compared to other conferences. keys and styluses. The highlight, just seeing everyone again. Well, I think they did a very good job organizing the conference in this place here. Uh, your podcast last night, that was the highlight for me. It's really well organized. It's so much to, to, to take away. Uh, maybe, I, don't, I, I really like the venue that is larger and a more comfortable. The great move this year to the new venue where we have the hotel and the location for the conference sessions together. I think that's awesome. If you're not a programmer, you can actually just come for the food. Uh, I think they're doing a great job. How oh, the food is just perfect. <laughs> Mainly the, the direct interaction was uh, was the developers here. That's it. A couple of sessions were really useful to me. 
It was really good. Had a very good time. The atmosphere, the fun, the networking, content, of course, always. But I think where, where CFKM differentiates is... Keep it up. No, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. This, for me, really was, I think, the best one. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate CF Camp 2018? Uh, 9. <laughs> this guy 9. It's like 9 so far. Out of 10? Uh, 9. Uh, 9 or 10? 10. Absolute and 10. Yes, 10 because it's awesome. Always, always, always awesome. Rob, this conference goes to 11. 12. Oh, I would rate it 8. So I can still improve, you know? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just thrilled that the conference keeps growing year after year, and it's nice to see that they've had to move to bigger and bigger venues a couple of times now. So I'm just, thank you to all the hard work they put in, and I, I'm glad to see the results are working out for them. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> so there you have it. Yeah, you you don't have it. to believe us. Yeah, but you, know, you can hear what they've said. Um, but yeah, so th this year I was, I thought at last minute that this conference actually wouldn't happen because it was meant to be in another hotel, not even the original Municon that, it was, that was last year. It was meant to be in another hotel and they didn't finish building the hotel in time for the conference. So it, it's just insane. It speaks so. wonders for you know, the alleged efficiency of, of German engineering. Yeah, but I wouldn't blame like <laughs> Michi for that. Right? No, no, no. Um, but yeah, no. As, so this, this venue has been fantastic. That The rooms are close to each other. You know, this is the thing. In a lot of conferences that you go to, you get like a spread of where, where the sessions are. We had two tracks. One which started out uh, quite... Um, non-technological maybe I would say there were some tracks about law about GDPR yeah there was there was a good GDPR kind of mini session in the morning there were a couple right. of sessions back to back right and we've had cyber crimes I mean I didn't go to the session because it, I think it was had, in German I'm not, I'm not sure we're allowed to talk about it so oh. between you and me dear listener the Munich City Police Cybercrime Unit came and gave a talk. Yeah. They gave it in German. It was not allowed to be filmed or photographed, and they locked the doors behind them. <laughs> I think that was actually an accident. Not, I have not. Okay, right. Okay. <laughs> it was the key wasn't working. The drama. I've not found anybody who's willing to talk about what they heard. Probably because I haven't looked. Uh, well, you've been like around with the microphone for most people who've just heard. So, <laughs> did I, they not I tell you what? what Look, what happens in the cybercrime session stays in the cybercrime <laughs> session. Yeah, no, fair enough. But, I mean, that's what's interesting, right? Every year, uh, Michi Nad, the organizer, manages to bring uh, people from the diverse areas. We had HoloLens a, a few years back, and um, we've had stormtroopers in previous years. But it's always, it's always pretty wild, I've got to say. So, with that said, uh, would you say what we were doing here? Shall we say what? Because you did a talk, right? I, I did. What did you talk about? Because well, it's hanging well, around our neck. Isn't uh, it? One of the things, again, that uh, Mishi and the organisers are always so good at is you get really good swag at CF Camp. Yeah. Um, and this year was no exception. Um, every attendee received a YubiKey 4. Uh, and uh, YubiKey is uh, this uh, kind of multi-factor authentication token. It's mm. an HSM. It's a certificate store. It's all these things. Uh, and they're not cheap, right? These things are like 45 euros a right. go. And uh, Mishi actually asked me if I would mind uh, doing a talk on the applications of a YubiKey in software and how you can actually integrate with it and use it. Okay. Uh, 
perversely, he did this based on the fact that in 2010, I'd apparently written a library, <laughs> uh, a, a component uh, that was still live on Rearforge. Well, they still commit? Oh, oh, well, wait, Rearforge. Rear, is Rearforge still going? Rearforge is still going, and the code was hosted on Google Code, which was also still going. It was all still there. <laughs> I thought it had long gone. Um, it was, yeah, yeah. And hilariously, it still worked straight out of the box, no modifications. That, that's a testament to your skills, my friend. I think it's more a testament to the fact that uh, Ubico keep their APIs up oh, and running, okay. and also the backwards compatibility of, of Cold Fusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, so suffice to say, I think uh, uh, it was a great session. It was you know, a good laugh, uh, a bit of fun. And uh, I was able to, to share a couple of the things that you can do. And off the back of it, that ancient code has actually been a couple of people took it, updated it. It's now available on Forgebox. Yep, Forgebox. Which, uh, the Forgebox a, for, for, the, for our listeners who don't know. And if you're doing any kind of CFML, it's kind of a package manager. It's like the NPM of the CFML world. Yeah, it's like a, a package repository. So, yeah, it's been fully updated um, and is there for whoever wants to use it. Very handy. Very handy indeed. So, um, the other thing that... Um, was that the only presentation you did? Uh, I'm expecting so much of you. How many presentations did you do, Rob? Well, I only did one. Oh, no, fair enough. Full yeah. one. And yeah, then okay, yeah. uh, we might have had some fun yesterday evening, but I think we'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll come back to that. So, so, aside from my presentation, you did a presentation. Yeah, so I did a presentation on Command Box and Docker and going live on strategies of going live. In fact, it's actually strategies for the full workflow of how you configure, how you run, how you deploy stuff straight onto Docker, uh, either in development environments and testing environments, which uh, I had really good feedback from. So it's really nice to hear feedback from people that, that are at the event. Thank you, anyone who did attend. <laughs> it was actually quite packed out, so uh, I was quite pleased about that. I mean, I don't know, not to blow one's own trumpet at all. Oh, blow. Oh, blow, blow away. But um, is the fact that sometimes you travel quite a long distance to to give a presentation at a conference. And if not many people turn up, it's it's kind of a bit, I don't know, it's, it's, you know, it's disillusioning, isn't it? Well, I always feel, yeah. I mean, even, uh, I mean, CF Camp is by no means the biggest conference out there. What are we, right. some... Uh, 150, 160? I, think I, I think. heard 160 plus, but right. still. And, you know, you split that, that's 80 people if you get a straight 50-50. Right. But, yeah, you, you want to make... You never like to be talking to three people. Right. Uh, and I think that by and large, there were some sessions that were pretty specific. Right, it's hard to do X with Y, right? Yeah, and you had to be into Y, otherwise you wouldn't go to that session. Yeah. They weren't really discovery or kind of 101s, they yeah. were more... For people who were using this, this is how you use it better. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, there was, for example, there was the talk that Andrew did. Yeah. Andrew Dixon on uh, right. ECS. Yeah. That, that was that's, a, that's pretty dialed in right there. Right, that's pretty dialed in. But I, I, I really enjoyed his talk because that was a, like, even though it's dialed in, it's how to deploy your code over to, to AWS's cloud, essentially, how to run stuff on their cloud. But it wasn't like how to run it. Here you start up a server and, and FTP the stuff in and then hope and pray. It was actually the whole, all the different services that, that AWS make you use in co together, like code deploy, uh, 
coached or uh, how they all run together and how you can get a good deployment. I should say, if anybody's wondering why we, we might sound a little bit distracted, unfortunately, we've done this right off the back of the conference and we've got people going past us saying, you know, goodbye, <laughs> see you next year, it was lovely. Some people so, are crying because they're not going to see Mark again for another 12 no, months. No, I had photographs taken uh, oh. with some great guys with Pothis and Theof Mitra, and is now is a good time, I think. So, the man, the myth, the legend, Kamichi oh, Nat. Nine years. Yes, nine years. No You've been doing this awesome conference. Yeah. We were just saying that it was going to be kind of... Uh, I didn't know if it was going to happen. Because I got an email of going, well, the hotel isn't ready. Yes. Hold please, your horses. Please don't remember me. That. This, was, this, was, uh, this was really a hot one. So uh, this, the story was, and uh, I wrote it on the website already, is that I uh, visited a, a hotel. There will be a new hotel here in, in Munich from the Marriott Group. Right. Was and it I, in downtown Munich? No, no, no. It was it was in, in Garchin. So it's it's near to the airport. Right. And it's uh, directly next to the subway. And you know, from oh, okay. all the infrastructure, it, it was quite well for us. It was mm. well suited for us. But. Um, it was a construction site, and so I had a meeting there, and they showed me the hotel, and you know, we had a we had a tour of all of the rooms, and we've seen okay, this could be our um, our conference rooms, and um, it it was it was not bad. Mm. So the idea was to get the whole third floor only for us, so we can do whatever we wanted, and. Um, I got, of course, some some rendered pictures, and it looked fabulous. It, it really looked fantastic. So, and I signed a contract and planned anything, everything what what was necessary. And suddenly, someone called me and said, uh, "Well, um, I'm sorry to say, but we have an issue. The hotel will not be ready in time." Oh, and I said, I said, blow, uh, and I said. Um, Please don't take that personal now, but I'm going to shout on you. <laughs> and I said, "Are you, are you serious?" And this was this was a really hard one. But he he um, uh, immediately offered the, this hotel here in in uh, Freising. And um, well, I I got a second tour and uh, have seen all the rooms and uh, what we can do here and um, all the arrangements that are that are possible for us. And well, yeah, it. Um, I said, okay, that's a very, very good alternative. Um, regarding the costs, of course, here Marriott Hotel was uh, a bit more expensive than the Courtyard Hotel. Mm. And uh, they said, okay, you're getting the same price, so the hotel is covering costs, the difference. Mm. And I said, yeah, okay, then why not? Yeah, why not? And finally, after two days of this conference, I would say um, this was definitely good luck. So. Uh, it, it worked out pretty well, I think. It, yeah, I had. We, we only. I, I think there was the only, the only issue we had that there is only Pepsi and no Coca Cola. But this is. <laughs> oh this no! Is, the tragedy. <laughs> but this was really the only, the only issue we had here because everything went really smooth and without any hassle. Yeah. It started with um, with uh, uh, check in at the hotel. Mm. I remember very, very bad stories from the last year at the hotel. Right. No. Um, you know that hotel that used to get you get a used to massive queue. Yeah. Uh, I had one year that they were trying to charge me. I think, and I was like, <laughs> and it's fine to charge, but you have to understand the speakers generally get their rooms paid for, and it's part of like being a, 
is, is a very kind offer from from Michi. But they're like, yes, we need a credit card for you to. You're paying all this for the room, and and you were like livid. I remember you were like, <laughs> this was, yeah, this was crazy situation. And I I remember, I remember that the the guy at the counter said, so yes, I see you have a a valid booking, but we have no free rooms. What? Uh, what? Yeah, exactly. What? So hey, hey, here, here's my printed. You see, I have a booking. Yes, I see. But we have no free rooms. What I can do is I can send you to the next hotel on our costs and uh, you're going to sleep there. Uh, uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> this was totally crazy. And well, at the next day, um, the boss of the hotel called me and said, we had three empty rooms because the people did not show up. And uh, uh, what? <laughs> Are you serious? And it was exactly like this, that uh, the guy at the, at the counter was from an external company, uh, not from the hotel itself. Right. And oh, well, that's just, an excuse. And, uh, well, it's, it's all about costs, you know, and they just tried to save some costs for the, for the night shift. And, well, what happened was this disaster, and three guys uh, had to sleep in a, a different hotel. And on the next day, um, I got this call and saying uh, they, they didn't show up. And this was just ridiculous, you know. But, but anyway, well. so this year, much better, much, much better, better hotel. Yes. The hotel rooms are fantastic. And it's also, I think, a conference actually comes alive when you're staying in the same hotel that the ven is, is the venue. Exactly, right? exactly. So because I had, I, had uh, I wanted to have two things for, for this year's conference. The first thing was we needed a bigger, a bigger venue because we hit already the limit last year at the co uh, conference center we, we have been. Right. Um, so we just said, so are they, is it closed now, the Munichon? No, 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 it's not closed. It's not closed. They, um, the problem is that they uh, only can host up to 125 people. Oh, wow. um, for for a conference like us, and there was definitely more people and than that this year. Yes, and we had uh, last year we already had 135, and this year we had 165, and wow. so we needed a different venue, a bigger one. And the second uh, thing I definitely wanted was hotel rooms and venue at the same place. Yeah, it's worked and really well. This was it? this was yeah, this was absolutely necessary, and uh, it was definitely the right idea. Yeah, I mean, just simply the second day or the second morning is always the toughest morning. Indeed, because a party the night before is always very good. <laughs> yes, but and there's a big difference between having to miss all the sessions or just sleep in till about nine and yeah. and go and grab a quick cup of coffee and then. Be, yeah, be able to roll down for breakfast and still maybe make it to the keynote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very quiet this morning at the keynote. Yeah. yeah? Okay. It was uh, not. It, it was not very quiet last night at the bar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, that's all right. <laughs> good times. Good times. So, yeah. um, one thing that I noticed about this year is, and we were just mentioning that you had quite a lot of tracks that were kind of crazy, like the, the cyber crimes. Yeah, division, which this was, was all in German. Lock session. Yes, this was really a, a crazy one. So um, I wanted to have them from uh, already the last year, but it was quite difficult to uh, to get them. And for this year, they they said, okay, that's 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 okay. Um, we can do a talk, um, but please um, do not really announce the speaker names. Okay. And please do not do much more. A lot of marketing with our logo so um, right and they right, said right. Um, 
So you're doing a, rec a, rec a recording of the sessions. Um, yes, please, but not not ours. Okay, so yeah. So well, this was this was yeah. I, I was totally fine with that. So because um, pretty fair, and yeah. Well, um, it was an interesting interesting talk. It was. Um, more or less on the surface, but just to get awareness about the, the problem. How can frauds be, be look like and what can happen to you and what are you, what do you need to have to do if something is happening in your company? Uh, who can I talk to and how do I have to talk to? Um, and, and stuff like this. And this was very, very interesting. And uh, they showed a video of a, uh, of a golden eye ransom virus. Uh, and showed in a in a virtual machine how how this works, and it's really it's it, it was just an email with an Excel document, and we are starting the Excel document, and if we have activated mag, um, macros, after 15 seconds your uh, your computer reboots, and the computer is locked. It's totally decrypt, uh, encrypted. Wow! And uh, if you're not going to pay hundreds of dollars. Uh, we are some Bitcoin uh, oh, ID. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah ransomware attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this was, this was uh, the, a lot of people were sitting in there with open mouth. Oh, it was, but it, but it was really and interesting. Suddenly, all the laptops off, off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of touched on it there, but uh, I saw several video cameras and microphones. Around this year, yes, exactly. So it's going to be all, it's all been videoed. Yes. Do you how have you thought about how you're going to release it, or is this? Yes. Um, do, do you think I'm, you're going to I'm, charge maybe free for for uh, I members? Have, or? To, be, to be honest, I I have no no plan right now. So the issue is if I'm going to to make it completely public uh, within the next two weeks, for example, uh, for next year the people say well. I can I can stay at home. I can get the videos whenever I want. Right. So people will not come to a conference. On the other side, um, it's of it's of course the people. I, I, I need to find a way how I can offer the videos to the to the attendees. Right. So I think about a closed channel on, on YouTube or something like that, mm -hmm. where I can invite the people and um, offer the the videos. Okay, so, so the people the, the videos will be definitely available. Including your Codemaster video. Okay, the Codemaster that, that that should be an interesting one. Yes. Uh, that one had a, a few more cameras than usual. Yes. We we captured it from every angle. <laughs> we had a, a desk cam. We had a on the fly on the wall cam. <laughs> yes. We had a flying cam. So we shall see how that turns out. We might edit this bit out if we never release it because we, of too we much. We did editing. actually. We we also had a drone overhead. But <laughs> yeah. We worked out that we're indoors. Yeah. So. yeah. So it's bumping against a window like a, like a fly, um, but so interesting range of, of talks. I mean, apart yep. from the cyber police, you had a GDPR. Yes. You had a, a lawyer. Yes. Claude Engelbert. Claude Engelbert, the former oh, Lord, representative from uh, from Adobe, Adobe responsible for CFML. Yeah. For, for CF. Well, not anymore. But yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, the the thing is that um, of course there are a lot of t some talks that are not specifically related to uh, uh, CFML as a language or right. a technology. Uh, but these but are all topics. Things. These are all topics we need to deal with. Yeah. You know, all the GDPR things we 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 have to take care about. And um, 
like also the the, the cybercrime um, talk. This are things we have to deal with mm -hmm. as a developer. Right. And yes, th these are not very specific to CFML as language, but they are touching you on some other levels. But yeah, on, on, on your daily level. Right? Yes. Like, yeah. So what do you have in store for us next year? I know it, like the conference has barely finished, but you started preparing <laughs> for next year. Right? We, we mentioned this at the top of the show, but this is uh, this is the ninth year. So next year yes. is your anniversary. Your, yes, your next year. Next year it's the tenth time. And the problem is the problem indeed is that um, the bar is definitely already very very high. Yeah, and we need to do some special thing next year and I have no clue but I have seen for example a screen um, a screenshot on a on a mobile phone saying that uh, Ben Nadell promised to come next year well now now he has to because it's on now record. he has to because it's on the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah correct when this podcast goes and out he better have his ticket ready and definitely definitely okay. I have come a copy on, of this we're building a hotel for you a yes. hotel is literally <laughs> being built yeah exactly <laughs> Is, is the Ben Nadell Hilton in <laughs> yeah. Munich? And um, well, um, we are we are starting with planning already within the next weeks. Yeah, and oh, start exciting. with and start with gathering ideas because uh, some people already came to me and said, "Hey, uh, what about this and and that? And um, what do you think if you can if you're doing that?" And I think it makes sense to start right now and not um, in. in only right. a few months. Yeah, I mean, so. I think uh, I've noticed that uh, Into the Box, for example, I've started doing Call for Speakers like now for December and they're like back in, they're in April or May, I think. Yeah. So that's quite like far ahead. Exactly. Know. Yeah, exactly. And uh, definitely next week I will uh, talk to the hotel manager here mm -hmm. and um, to get an option for the venue. Okay. Um, so we. What's the same venue? You think you think you'll be here next year? I think we will be here if they are if they are um, they already uh, announced that it's possible to get the, the same pricing. Okay. Well, then I don't see a reason why to switch the location again because this was perfect for us. Talking about pricing and, and, and cost, you guys gave out like the best swag of any conference I've been to. Last year it was. Uh, the Pico, was it? The yes, we had we had these mini Pico servers. Right, these tiny Pico servers with like loads of memory and like all ready to rumble. Like if, yeah. if you didn't want to go to the conference, you go and sit in your room, plug it to the HDMI, and, and program these little servers in a lovely yeah, little case. You're uh, ready to rumble for that. Also, also last year we had also the T-shirts. Right, right. Yes. But this year we have something even uh, more encrypted. We have these UV keys. That yes, correct. Have. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. It's like it's been a very secure conference, right? We're talking about GDPR, <laughs> securing the JVM. We've had like the, the police here to tell us <laughs> cyber crimes to, to do that, and we can encrypt all of our stuff with these keys. What are you trying to tell us, Michi? What are you trying? Well, to the, uh, the right outside is bad, so <laughs> <laughs> be prepared. The web's yeah. bad. Be prepared. No, but it, um, the, the idea behind this key was that um, I was talking to one of our sponsors, Allnet, who is um, always helping us with uh, great ideas uh, regarding right. uh, hardware and stuff like that. And they mentioned, they said, um, and he said, uh, well, uh, what do you think about the YubiKey? Well, this could be very interesting for, for developers mm -hmm. and is also very 
very helpful and, and useful for the people to secure your own applications. And uh, he gave me one for testing purposes. And I checked it out and said, hey, that's really a good idea. Let me do some research on that. And um, the documentation of YubiKey is fabulous. They have really hundreds and hundreds of right. examples to implement it in whatever you want, you know, okay. firewalls and stuff like this. And this was really awesome. And um, Google said on the end of page one, oh, there is a library in CFML already available. Uh, and it's on, on Rio Forge. Right. And uh, I was looking at it and okay, it's a little bit outdated, only eight years old. <laughs> and, uh, I wonder who could have written that? Who could have written that? And I saw the name and it's, uh, I, I said, oh, I know this guy. Yeah, you've seen right? him before. I, I've seen him before, I've seen him before. <laughs> and it was Rob Dudley um, who really did this library already. And um, as he already was set as a, as a speaker, uh, I sent him an email and said, hey, you already played around with that. What about giving a talk? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, um, of course, he agreed immediately and said, well, hey, not a, not a big deal. I tested the library and it still worked perfectly. We were just and talking about on, it. Yeah, yesterday he said so. It, uh, uh, what did you say? So it shows two things, the awesomeness of the YubiKey and the backwards compatibility of Lucy server. <laughs> and, and yeah, it, it, it worked out of the box. And he did a great presentation about how to implement your, the YubiKey uh, as an additional security feature within only a, a few minutes. It's not that complicated. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to have to check it out when I finish recording this podcast. Mishi, you've been awesome. Thank you for having us. And hopefully we'll see you next year with another awesome conference. Yeah, I try to do my best. Thank you for being here. And it was a fantastic show today. Great. As always, thank you for inviting us. Yeah. Thanks a lot. And that was a lovely Mishi Nat, uh, organizer of CF Camp. You, if you go to cfcamp.org, is going to still have this year's conference probably at the time of recording. But yes. Yeah. So, uh, and he doesn't update it for a while. So, uh, look out on that site anyway. Oh, follow them at cfcam underscore org on Twitter. Yep. And if you can't, then to be honest, uh, follow. Look at my Twitter stream because I've been adding them all, all for the past two days. So, all right. there's all sorts of stuff there. Cool. So, shall, let's do a little recap of some of the sessions we attended. Um, so. Well, you talked about uh, YubiKey. Yeah, we've uh, done... Uh, I mean, uh, uh, there, there was actually a, a follow-up session on the YubiKey. Did you attend it? Of course I did. Right. Um, an amazing chap called Dominic from AllNet, who... Uh, He's one of, company, was he one of the sponsors? Uh, they were one of the sponsors, but actually the YubiKeys were provided by Bluegrass, which is Mishi's company. Yeah, that's Mishi's company. Um, right. But yeah, so, and they did uh, much more hands on. This is how you can actually use the things. So mm -hmm. I just talked about like applications and integrations with APIs. Uh, <laughs> and, and he was like, yeah, that's great, but this is how you actually use it, idiot. But they did that for a very good reason, though, because the gossip is that they saw your presentation and thought, oh dear. I, I may have completely stolen most of what Dominic was going to talk about. So Dominic, I'm sorry. Very sorry. <laughs> Public apology right there. Um, but yeah, so that was actually one of the closing sessions of today. Um, I think let's, let's rewind. Let's go right. back right. to the beginning. beginning. 
Uh, well, the beginning for you, it wasn't the beginning for me, because I have a tradition of never going to this particular session, but we opened, well, as always, with... With Adobe, uh, the, the Adobe Keynote. Uh, we are just talking about uh, CF 2018, which is uh, fairly interesting. But because I had a session right after, I have to say that my mind was elsewhere, and I, I kept on like looking at the slides, and then I went to go, oh, I need to add something else to my presentation, as always happens. That's why the second day for these conferences, if I've done all my presentations on day one, day two is great for me. Because you're uh, actually paying attention. But I think that generally speaking, I suppose the, the Cliff Notes, uh, massive performance improvements in yeah. CF 2018, it's a yeah, performance release. Yeah, it was a big performance release. Day which day. means that uh, Lucy will uh, briefly be outperformed probably for about two weeks and yeah. then they'll push out a new one. Until they've downloaded CF uh, Core Fusion 18 and uh, 2018 and like checked if it's true, uh, they, but, but Monday they had like a whole bunch of other stuff that, funny enough, falls under the core Fusion umbrella. But it's like the API manager, which just which which should be a big tool, which is unrelated to core Fusion, right? Is is actually a way to manage your APIs. You go like, this is my API, these are my endpoints, and you can actually manage it and, and check traffic, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, uh, which is a very useful tool and. I have little knowledge of, of its implementation. I don't. It might be implemented in Cold Fusion, but it's a kind of standalone product. I, honestly, I have no idea. Um, the other thing was uh, apparently we've got new monitoring tools. Yeah. So uh, the monitoring tools actually see what you're hitting, so which resources you're hitting. So shows you here's your server. It actually accesses these databases, and this is the timing on them. So that looks pretty interesting. It's something to check out. And they did a whole bunch of futures implementation, like of uh, saying wait and uh, then, etc., etc. The, the kind of futures that you see in well, Java futures has kind of been implemented. I, I don't know if to a T because I haven't tried it, but that's what they said. They also finally added a whole bunch of what I'm going to call Lucy compatibility stuff. Like array splice and array first and array last and a whole bunch of a whole plethora of null support that I think we've had since that Lucy's had since it was called Rilo I think uh, it's been a long while a lot of the stuff that I was seeing on that slide going wait a minute <laughs> didn't you already have it and of course I'm thinking of Lucy but but aside from that it was a very good one I think that. I think the key takeaway that Rexif was trying to give, a, uh, put across, was that they're still selling like hotcakes. They're still selling licenses like hotcakes. Yeah. So it seems to be a going. It's still a viable product for Adobe. So I don't think they're going to drop it, and they keep on going that they're going to be providing support for many years. So it's, it's, it's good. A good, it's it's a good, good to have a degree of commitment. I mean, again, it's. Let's not get into the whole is CF dead, dying, yeah. re resurrected, or all of it. In fact, let's just let's just draw a veil and move on because the session directly after the keynote. I mean, there were two tracks uh, this year, so yes. we had two sessions for each of them. There was a session on uh, something called Command Box, run by some guy, <laughs> some guy called Mark, right? And then there was what you, you said there was another one. Uh, well, yeah, there was, yeah, there was that one, and there was, I, and then there was Cloud Engelbert, who we mentioned earlier, uh, who has retrained. He used to be the Adobe Cold Fusion. Uh, I can't remember his title, but he was a, a mayor 
um, the, the guy to go to if you want to buy Cold Fusion in a mayor. Uh, that's Europe. EMEA to the rest of us. All <laughs> oh, right, whatever. I got um, them there. I, I, I'm just reading yeah. So he was kind of like the regional head of sales or whatever. Um, has uh, I don't know if he's retrained, but he's now a, a fully qualified lawyer. Did a really interesting session on GDPR. Right, right. Uh, uh, the four-letter elephant in the room, uh, which was actually very well attended and very well attended too. Oh really? What you do you mean see, a, well, a lot of people in that room were paying very close attention. Uh, I mean, not to say that people don't always pay attention to conference talks, but there, there were lots of notes okay, being taken. Well, oh, right. So clearly, that was uh, the um, free pen and pad that was given away to every delegate was in heavy use. But I think it was more that actually, I mean, I sat in on that talk because, yeah, GDPR for a certain subset i.e. everyone, but no, a certain yeah, subset well, if you're in Europe, right. is a big deal. Um, and it was, a, it was a great session, it was a really deep dive. Uh, it, it actually triggered some very interesting conversations afterwards. Right. Uh, is Santa Claus subject to GDPR, given that he's <laughs> gathering personal data on all of these kids around the world? Well, the personal data on their behavior. Oh, yeah. Have the they been naughty? Apparently. Have they been nice? Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's, is there implied consent, etc. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So, and then there was the one uh, apart from Andrew Dixon's uh, ECS uh, AWS ECS session, which I really liked. Uh, I went to Matt Gifford's Sea Fractal, uh, which was based of a um, out of a PHP library. I'm going to say, but it hey, is a PHP library. It's actually one of the uh, the league of awesome PHP libraries. They have like a subset in PHP land. Oh, right. A um, subset? What do you mean? Well, it's basically these are PHP components because there are millions of them, but these are given the platinum stamp of approval. Okay. Uh, and you can drop them into any project. So there's like an OAuth 2 server and an OAuth client in there. Um, there's all sorts of very specific but beautifully done fully tested, fully documented, and Fractal is actually one of PH those. All right. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. PHP gets a lot of hate. I'm just on the documentation. From, considering we're in a cold fusion conference, you know, punching I'm a bit above your weight there, I think. I, I've read their documentation. What, the PHP documentation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, all right. That's all I was hitting at. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, CF Fractal is um, an interpretation of yeah. uh, the PHP project. And effectively, for those of you who don't know what Fractal does, it's a. Serializer, I guess you could say. It's way more than the serializer. Sure, but part of it's a it's, serializer. You've got a serializer. You've got. It's basically it's a data wrangler. Right. It's that layer that sits between your kind of models and your output, whether that's into an API or into another service or what have you, and it provides consistency, homogenization, right. uh, and a I whole bunch of really useful out of the box tooling that we all want. We can't be bothered to write. Yeah. And now you don't have to. I think uh, the example that Matt kind of presented was the idea of, like, for example, if you did an album that had a track, uh, that had a, a genre, but if you then went to get other albums of that genre, the albums that are nested in that, in the genre, might look different than to the album. So you'd have, like, this, mis uh, this um, 
inconsistency between. Well, this is it. It's, it's about inconsistencies in nested data sets and APIs right. and what have you. And, and it was fascinating, not least of which because poor Matt had a bit of a disaster this this week. Oh God! Right. Um, his laptop died. I think about an hour before he was due to go on right. and, and do this. He managed to recreate it. Um, but yeah, it was also interesting because um, you know, we were talking afterwards and we were saying that actually that kind of technology can be equally applied to a, a GraphQL server. Right. It can be applied to internal uh, uh, component communication as much as it can to just the API example that was used. So it's really, really powerful stuff. And of course, being Matt, there were minions and animated GIFs galore. Well, he's super entertaining, I've got to say. like That, that was a one, one presentation that you assured that you, <laughs> you're going to be watching. And then I was a bit busy because we were preparing like crazy for our second edition of the, the award-winning, I mean, I gave it an award, I thought it was great, uh, Codemasters quiz or show thing. Yes. It was a, so much fun this I'm year. I'm sorry, it was a ball. It was an absolute blast. It was amazing. Um, so this year we decided to go all out and record it and at the time of recording we haven't seen the footage or any of the footage uh, so we don't know if we're going to do anything with it. For all we know this could be the next Blair Witch but <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that we've got full video coverage so we'll actually be able to do a proper YouTube as opposed right. to last year's where we did our best yeah. but it was cut with some stills and what have you. Yeah. And it's kind of um, difficult because you're trying to do two things. We're trying to do something to entertain you dear listeners. Uh, but if you're listening, uh, and we're also trying to train a live audience, I mean, it's mainly for the audience here. I think uh, that's the main audience of this of this show. I think the main point of the Codemasters Quiz Show is it keeps them away from the free beer for a bit longer, so it lasts <laughs> the evening. Right. Yeah. So you don't have that that thing of oh they've drunk us dry again at but nine o'clock. At nine o'clock. Right. But no, it was a blast. It was great fun. We had uh, some returning contestants. We had some new contestants. Yeah. The audience were amazing. Yeah, we had the awesome James Allen doing some diving around, doing ninja photography, videography, yeah. and other ographies. I, I felt like a, a, a YouTuber. Oh yeah, he, he was tubing that out of it. <laughs> is that a fur? And then the thing that, to be honest, uh, CF Camp is is I think it would be safe to say renowned for is the party on that, at the end of that first day is always epic. Yeah, and especially now that we're in this new venue, so we've got one bar where everyone can be, you can do like networking like crazy, because this is a networking event, ladies and gentlemen, you send your developers to this uh, nice event so they can uh, network and find other uh, like-minded souls in the business. I mean, seriously, dude, by the end of last night, I was so networked, I couldn't remember my... No. Um, it was... A lot of people had a lot of fun. A lot of people probably had a bit too much fun. Uh, nobody died. Um, nobody no, got arrested. No. That I'm aware of. <laughs> I went to bed, uh, I think, quite late, but... No. Yeah. no. It was no, not. No. Oh, you, no. You were tucked up in bed nice and early, weren't you? <laughs> 11 o'clock. Somebody me. got a boot sleeper. <laughs> did you? You did. Uh, anyway, so uh, post-party, everybody finally drags themselves up the stairs to their various rooms. Uh, the sun's already gone down, but the sun comes up and we kick off day two. 
at 9.30, which is kind of polite, because in a lot of other conferences, it's like, hey, we'll start off day two at 8.30, to, you know. Well, no, I quite like this, because actually, there is always a lot of stick on the first day, because it does start fairly early. Registration, yeah. I think, opens at 8.30. 8.30? Yeah. 8:30? Yeah. Um, yeah, I came down before 8.30, and pe- the, the loads yeah. of people were down, yeah. But that's, that's a, part of that, I think, is it's, it's the, I suppose, European culture. It's, you know, let's get the, get the thing going, let's get the day going. Yeah. But also, sensible enough not to start the second day until half night. Yeah. So um, you get your lion. And that they kicked off with the Lucy keynote, which seems to be a trend. You have like the two major CFML people, uh, businesses, sponsoring the event and presenting. So you have day one and day two. Uh, Gert did a great presentation of what's coming out in uh, Lucy 5.3 very shortly. Let me guess, performance improvements? Yeah. <laughs> well, now that's added to the slide. Um, and... But I think the major takeaway was that the next version is going to be 5.6. They're jumping to to uh, two because I'm they couldn't in, get I'm the logo right. To they just fair. couldn't get the logo. Seriously? Right. Yeah. The logo did not look right. Go to 5.6. Then yeah, I mean, I use an operating system that seems to be stuck on version 10 and has been for the best part of a decade. Yeah. Uh, I used to code in a language that skipped version 6 altogether because they couldn't stop fighting over what was going to be in it. <laughs> um, and, yeah. Um, and Windows, Windows, consistency in numbering, right? We can't have Windows 9, why not? Because it will confuse everybody who's detecting Windows 95. Okay. Do you, well, no, oh, you must have heard that one. 95 no, or 98? Really? Yeah. No, that was legitimately, they had a whole bunch of stuff that would basically oh, take the Windows, like, it's like the Windows of a user agent string. Um, and the problem that they had was so many people were taking it and going, uh, you know, look for string begins with Windows 9. So Windows 98, Jesus. Windows 95, and if they had launched something called Windows 9, that's why we went straight from 8 to 10. I'm well, not making that up. That, that's sensible but stupid I don't know I know, it's, I don't know skipping fine. a version number because you can't get the kerning right sounds a bit dumb but who yeah, am but I it, to judge well, it's not Microsoft we're getting the, 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 the kerning right it's like everybody else so that's kind of no I mean the, the, the Lucy release because the font the logo doesn't look right well you know I mean, why do you have the version number and the logo it's a minor version sure it's Lucy 5 Anyway, anyway, but w- okay. So, like, actually going back to to the keynote, one, one interesting thing was they had about eight releases in the last year, which is really productive. Uh, which is just just over one a month, one every six weeks, which is a fantastic kind of quite productive it, compared to a, a big t- uh, period of time where it was a bit like chaotic. It was like there was a release whenever they felt like it. You know, and now they've got like a, a product manager, and they're doing following whatever they're, they're following uh, their sprint release. So it's kind of good, I think. Yeah. We had uh, a, well, I saw a couple of good sessions today. One of which we'd already talked about, so the Yuki practical hands-on. Right. Uh, we also had Kai Koenig introducing uh, Flutter. Right. Which is the Google uh, right. this cross is one of the, the, the thingy development thingy. Th- this is like cover your bases by Google because they go, you can either do like... That was actually a really interesting, it was a really interesting takeaway that he made. Right. 
Um, I think the, the, the core of it is Flutter is basically it's a, a cross-platform mobile development language based on uh, Dart. It, it Dart, right. Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was a very interesting presentation. I think the main takeaway I took from this was like, okay, so that's how you're doing it. You, you don't know what the future is. You've been going long enough uh, as a company to know that the products that you release might... They know what they don't know. They know what they don't know. That Donald Rumsfeld approach to, 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 to web development. So they decided to uh, go, okay, so you can do native apps written straight into Java. You can use Flutter, which or Kotlin. is... Oh, Kotlin, no big part, not, not Java. No, Java or Kotlin, yeah, you can use Java or Kotlin. Uh, then you can do Flutter, which is kind of cross-compile down. It, it's kind of, but it's kind of like doing HTML, but not HTML, but it's... It's, it's, a, lighter, it's a lighter weight framework. It gives you better performance than doing kind of your traditional uh, Cordova phone gap stuff. Right. Um, it gives you uh, access, uh, speedier access and more integrated access to some of the APIs. It's a bit more, yeah. Um, but it's it's not native. Yeah, and it's not the web view kind of... But it's not web view, like it's somewhere between down. the two. Right. Um, which, as you said, it covers all the bases. Very good presentation. I, you know, we have to get Kai on the show to give a better explanation than we did, So, which you'll see about getting him on. To be honest, I think Kai would be delighted to join us for a quick chat. So we have to fly him over. Uh, I'm not flying him over. <laughs> yeah, well, again, with a massive we have to, we have, Don't we have to like get up at 2 a.m.? Yeah, we'll, we'll have to find a time that we can all do it. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting... Uh, yeah. Hello, um, this is mm. this is uh, the night crawler. <laughs> good, good evening from localhost. Yeah. So tired. So so tired. So, so tired. Well, we can see we have to look at when we can talk to him. And the final session I went to was a very interesting one, which is uh, Rulebox, which is a new project by the Autos guys. That literally, I swear, if they sneeze, a new project comes out. And this one is a rules engine. Uh, I think very based on rule doc, docs, which allows you to, instead of having these massive nested ifs, you're able to say, okay, so here are the facts that are known about something, and here is a result, and then you can create conditions that, that generate certain results. Uh, I think a lot of projects need this. I've seen so many times that you have like these big functions that are basically spaghetti code of if, else's and case switches and things like that which are not really human readable you don't know what this the the, the what's happened right i think one good so is this is this an improvement in terms of code legibility or functionality uh, of functionality in the sense that it's not speed like it's not speed improvement it's basically we're saying uh you can write very testable rules engines so you put some facts in there saying i have this in my basket and then you can go, hey, if you've got three items in your basket, then you apply this discount. Okay, if, so if, it could kind of be used, for example, if I were building out um, a proper state machine, I could apply this to enforce the current like rule checking and what have you. Yeah, it could be. Uh, you could put, the, how it works is, here's a base of facts, which is a whole bunch of data about something. And, it's, and then you say, here's a state. Um, if it passes the state, one example that he did was like, okay, so here's your credit score. If you have a credit score less than this, we are going to in quadruple your your your, your interest, your, your interest rates. Well, right. Yeah. But then you can then add another rule and say, and it will go through all the rules until 
you know, it's finished. Some rules will not apply because your credit score is greater than 600. But you can also say uh, your, your credit score is just over 600 and you have another fact, which is you have a deposit of 25 grand, therefore your interest goes down by 25%. And okay. this is much more legible. It's a way of thinking about creating these distinctions for people for example, our jobs as programmers are generally translating business needs into code, right? And the whole rule, book, rule box is meant to be able to, for you to talk to somebody that knows the business knowledge in a kind of natural language way, saying, okay, given these facts, what happens? You know, like, as I just said, if their credit score is too small, do that. You could do like if statements, but then that doesn't become something that's actually legible. No, it's fragile. It's hard to test. It's, right. Yeah. And you can test the rules by passing a lot of stuff to them without having to pass real data or without having to mock a lot of data because you can put rule sets in. Uh, yeah, and then the last thing, which seems like a lot of security stuff, I saw securing the JVM from the Elastic. Was that guys? good? Because I was in uh, the other track oh, the, for this one. Right, the YubiKey uh, one. And before that, I'd actually been to see uh, uh, and a guy who's now I can't remember. That's really bad. Vincent. Vincent. Vincent, Vincent uh, who were actually doing a really... Because, like I say, so much of this stuff can be really quite in-depth. Right. Um, and what these guys were doing was they were taking uh, Piwik... Which is like an, it's, it's an open source analytics platform. Okay. But they have a pro tier that adds a whole bunch of different segmentation options. It turns it into a full kind of like e-marketing platform. Right. So, but from an analytics perspective. So okay. you can kind of segment your audience and right. what have you. Uh, and what they did was they, they demonstrated the, the power of Pivot, which I already kind of knew a bit of because I've, I'd used it in the past. Um, and then just did this delightfully straightforward, we're going to take data from this system and we're going to use uh, Lucy and like three or four very simple CFMs, which is going to bounce it over to MailChimp. Oh, nice. And it was, it was one of those, there were no, it wasn't sexy, it wasn't world changing, it was just really nicely done functional code with a couple of little cool features in there, you know, the map closure and, and what have you that, mm. that you use. Um, and it was the kind of stuff that, to be honest, we as developers do day in, day out. And it's nice to see it, like, going like, hey, you can, this is yet another yeah. tool for your, for your toolbox, and it was right? Like, you know, I think I'd originally written this in, in Node.js, um, uh, but had rewritten it in, in CF, uh, CFML for whatever reason. Um, and it worked. Nice little walkthrough and linking two systems together, that kind of system integration that we do so often. Right. So that was that, that, that was my last session uh, prior to the UB keys. But you were saying that you were in uh, uh, what I'm guessing was slightly more heavy going. It was a little bit heavy going, but I think for it a had last some... session of a conference. <laughs> right, right. It was a JV, it, was, it was kind of it's not securing the JVM. It was the the Elasticsearch guys, uh, and basically they were saying, so so you've created a product. And you want other people to extend it. They can write plugins, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How do you maintain security for that? Because which language do you choose, right? Do you create your own scripting language for it? Uh, do you say, hey, like we're going to use Groovy, right? Because you know, like we can just do that, or you can use some, like let's say, plain Java to extend it. But then again, plain Java can actually then open up security holes. Mm -hmm. and, and basically, it was going through all the different cases where how people can hack your system 
by you not being careful about how you're extending your system. So it's pretty interesting. Um, I am not building systems for people to extend, so there's not. You might do at one point, but yeah. So yeah, so and the end of it was a big goodbye from Mishi. I was expecting some kind of giveaway or something like that, but uh, he'd already given away everything. So. Yeah, yeah, he's already gave us all his love. So um, actually, we should say about the venue. So that was great food, obviously, which is always like a, one of the, the big ranking. But also, it was the nice two little rooms for the uh, sponsors. Yes, or the exhibitors, I guess. The exhibitor know. space, yeah. sponsor space. So um, there was a 3D uh, printing machine in there. Like, was that MD5? Yeah, um, I, was it MD5 or something like that? It wasn't, was it? What? The printing machine. The 3D printer. Did you no not idea. See? Not my okay. world. Oh, no, okay. I saw it. I, I watched it. It's like watching a very slow aquarium. He's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, oh, look at that. No, it's making really a thing. slow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was all sorts going on. There were um, the, usual, the usual suspects, I should say. So we got, you know... Autos were here, uh, Fusion Reactor were here. Right. Lucy yeah. obviously were here, Preside were Lucy here, represent. Autos. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> just Miss Autos, right. Yeah, so... Um, but it's kind of interesting was, how There was how stuff going on. It was nice. Yeah. I liked it. No, I, I just liked that it was all fairly close. It was all in a kind of constrained area. Like, uh, Municon last year was like, hey, you want to go to another session? Yeah, well, yes, it's all the way over there. Well, Municon is a bit like um, that scene from the Disney film Bedknobs and Broomsticks in the football match, where whatever session you were in, inevitably, you would need to be at the other end of the Municon for the next session. Right. So there was this, every time a session finished, there was this massive marathon of people, and it was, it was a fair old hype. So, yeah, the idea that you could literally just pop out and, you know, the teas and coffees, uh, the sponsored exhibitors and the other room were all kind of localised was superb. And that, I, I think, think, was yet another awesome CF camp. And it's been lovely to uh, be recording with you live in person again. We must do this, like, more frequently, less than, like, once a year. All right. Well, you know, you know where I am. You're welcome to come and visit any time. Insert music of Bergerac <laughs> and tumbleweed. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we. Uh, I'm. I'm almost certain we were just invited back for next year's. Yeah, I think. I think he said that. Yeah, I think that's. We've got. That's it, we've got him on tape. We're back. So yeah, whether he wants uh, us or not. Codemasters will return for its third and possibly fatal outing, <laughs> <laughs> mostly because we're running out of questions. <laughs> There's only so many questions we can ask. We're definitely running out of anagrams. <laughs> and don't talk to Mark, don't talk to Mark about how you spell things. No. Like no. people's names. And on that uh, note, really, you can find us on Twitter at, at, at Mark Drew. At and at Rob Dudley. Uh, the show is at localhost FM. You and can email us at show at localhost.fm. Uh, find us online at localhost.fm. I'm trying to work out how many different ways I can get you to say at local host. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Local leave us a review on, on SoundCloud. I think. Yeah, don't leave us a review on iTunes. Nobody does that. Yeah, well, yeah you could be the first. Imagine being the first. You person. probably are the first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and also, like the thing is, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a point about iTunes, right? You're meant to leave a review, and I'd love you to leave a review because apparently affects. It affects visibility, yeah. So people will find us if you leave a review, right? Have you have you found an easy way to tell our audience how to find how to put a review? No, 
It's impossible to do. Okay, so don't leave us a review, but you know, at least say you thought about doing it, and then you can get the warm and fuzzies. Uh, we won't judge you. Anyway, we're going to be back in probably what uh, a couple of weeks, month-ish, month-ish, um, with uh, well, more traditional local hosty goodness. Uh, back to the the standard demo. Uh, maybe look at getting a, a couple more guests on. Yep. Um, and then, of course, we've got the big rethinks. We're entering well, season three. Season three. Yeah. So we'll we'll be back for th- we'll be back for season three. We might Who skip knows? season three and go straight to season four, which is a performance improvement season. <laughs> and on that note, bye.